Blue Jackets are back on the ice tonight against Minnesota, and uh, it could be a pretty interesting game. We're going to talk about that and also check in with the surging Cleveland Monsters on today's Locked on Blue Jackets. Your Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you news, stories, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly about your favorite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. We're over on YouTube. We are on our way to our next milestone, which is super exciting for me. And, uh... If you hit subscribe over there, then you get notified when new episodes go live and uh, everyone wins, basically. So let's get into today's episode because there's a lot to talk about. Uh, The Minnesota Wild, for the first time this season, Um, I feel like the Blue Jackets are, it's another one of those weird scheduling quirks where uh, they are doing the entire season series in the space of three days. Um, they play today and then again on Sunday. So uh, that seems, I think there's a game in between there, but it's still a very, uh, a very funny scheduling weirdness. Um, I, uh, I'm enjoying it. They did the same thing, obviously, with uh, Colorado in the Stadium, not the stadium series, the international global series, whatever they want to call it. Um, and now we're we're almost done with the Minnesota Wild. After not seeing them all season, we see them twice in a week and then never again. Well, not never again. We'll see them next season. But it's my uh, <laughs> my point stands. Um, the Wild are such a weird team this season. Um, it's it's tough to really say what they're going to do. They're kind of clinging to a playoff spot. I think they're like two points into a wild card spot. They're 31, 21, and five. They're on a three-game winning streak. And they are extremely... Like, if you look at their team stats, it's very strange. Um, In terms of points, they've got, I think, two guys that are above a point per game uh, in Caprizov and Zuccarello. Yol Eriksson Ek, who is not a name that I was expecting, uh, has 46 points. I think he's doing that uh, 1C spot between Kaprizov and Zuccarello this season. Um, the goaltending has been good pretty much all season for them. Uh, Philip Gustafsson is uh, sitting on a 928 save percentage. Uh, Mark andre Fleury is sitting on a 901, which is about what I expect when your goalie is... Coming up on, well, I think he's like 37, 38 now, you know, so above 900 for a 38 year old, I think is pretty, pretty okay. Um, especially if you have a guy like Gustafson who looks ready and uh, willing to step into that role, maybe as soon as next season. In terms of players to watch, Kirill Kaprizov, obviously, uh, he's got four goals in his last five games. Matt Zuccarello has four assists in his last five games. Um, 
in terms of special teams, they are top 10 in both power play and penalty kill. So I'm sure that's going to go super well when the Blue Jackets do crime tonight. Uh, face-offs, terrible. Uh, they are 26th. The Blue Jackets are 25th. And uh, they are only 25th in goals for per game, which is uh, extremely strange. As uh, with a, a team that's got, you know, 120 goal, 220 goal scorers and a 30 goal scorer already, the fact that they're only scoring 25th in, in terms of the whole league, like that's, I don't know, that's extremely strange. I think it's because it's literally only those three guys that are scoring maybe. Um, but it helps that their goals against per game is 11th in the league versus the Blue Jackets, who are 30th in both categories. Um so it could, like I said, it could get interesting. Um, the Blue Jackets have been playing really good hockey as of recently. They're on like a, I think it's a three or four game point streak. Three games. They won two games and then lost in overtime against Arizona, which I'm fine with. Uh, Boone Jenner is on a real hot streak. Uh, he's got six points in his last five games, three goals, three assists. Um, hopefully... Johnny Gaudreau will be back. I think that was the the whispers on Twitter was that he's hoping to come back uh, after sitting out this weekend. He's, you know, had a, a fair amount of time to rest what I assume was reasonably minor considering it was day to day and he missed half the period and then returned and finished the game. So it's either hockey player stupidity or it's just something minor that, you know, having three days off has, has rested. Um, Igor Chinikov was also at practice. Uh, he's been skating with the team for a little while now, so hopefully he's on his way back. And uh, the Blue Jackets are slowly getting, slowly getting healthier, which is uh, which is good to see. And uh, I don't know what to make of this game tonight. I think it could be uh, it could be a bloodbath, or it could be a really kind of tightly contested two-one affair. Um, I assume it's going to be uh, Corpusalo in net for the Blue Jackets. I assume Gustafsson for the Wild. Uh, although I wouldn't be mad if they started Flurry because it's the Blue Jackets. You know, I think they can really benefit from playing the weaker goalie for basically the rest of the season. Um, predictions. It's an away game. Nope, it's a home game. So I'm not going to predict that it's, uh, hmm. I'm going to predict Johnny Gaudreau if he returns. I think he's going to return from injury, and I think he's going to score the opening goal. That feels like a pretty safe bet. He loves to score the opening goal at Nationwide. Like, I feel like I've guessed him five or six times this season, and I've been right every time. So I'm going to go with that. That's my prediction. And in terms of wins versus losses, I'm going to go... 3-2 Blue Jackets win. Maybe 4-2 with an empty netter, but I think 3-2 because the Blue Jackets hate to score empty net goals. So that's uh, that's my prediction. In a minute, we are going to check in with uh, the trade deadline talk with Vladislav Gavrikov and where he could be ending up. Uh, so that's coming up in just a second. First, I've got to tell you about... FanDuel, because the midway point of the NBA season is here. Now is the perfect time to download FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book. Uh, no customers are going to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. So what that means is if your first bet doesn't win, you get bonus bets back for the amount that you bet up to 
$1,000, which is pretty great, in my opinion. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It is safe. It's secure. It's super easy to use. You can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers, threes drained. Uh, if you want to put some money on Blue Jackets winning tonight's game, you can do that. If you want to bet on hockey, they've got baseball. Baseball's back soon. They've got soccer. They've got all the sports you can imagine, except football, because football's not happening right now. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That is FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA and the Locked On Podcast Network. So let's talk Vladislav Gavrikov because he's been in the news a lot. Uh, he's been sitting, I think he sat four games now, three or four games, um, as they kind of wait to ramp up trade discussions and they don't want him getting hurt late. Uh, Gas Nyquist did so. Apparently, the last Twitter any anyone on Twitter heard, um, and this is the last I have also heard. They have a trade in place with the Bruins for a first round pick and a third round pick. Now, apparently, the asking price was a first, a third, and a fourth. So this feels like Yarikainen, who went out there expecting a first, and is like, well. If I ask for one, three, and four and get one, three, that's a win. Um, do I think that's a little bit steep for Vladislav Gavrikov? Yes, but I'm not going to complain. Like, this is the GM that got a first-round pick for David Savard and another one for Nick Foligno a couple of years ago. You know, it's... Uh... And then four first-round picks for Seth Jones. You know, he's he's good at the trades. The problem is that the Bruins have to uh, move some cap around to fit Gavrikov's... Uh, cap hit in although he's only making like two i want to say 2.75 million uh so i don't know how tight the bruins are against the cap but it must be pretty he's making 2.8 this season so i don't know if it's a case of the blue jackets are potentially gonna retain retain salary get a third team involved the Bruins have 33 grand in uh, in cap space so they are going to have to move a contract out I think they were talking about they're looking at moving Craig Smith out uh, he's making 3.1 this season so if they can shift him then uh, obviously that'll open up the space for Gavrikov, but they are going to have to make a move to uh, to get Gavrikov under the cap. Obviously, the understanding is that if the Blue Jackets get a similar offer from a different team, you know, if someone else is like, well, we'll give you a first and a third, then they're not going to wait for Boston forever. Um, I think it's also complicating things that, uh, as I kind of reported a couple episodes ago, Gavrikov is not really interested in signing an extension with the team that trades for him. Uh, I don't know if his plan is that he's going to come immediately back to the Blue Jackets in the offseason or what, but he, uh, although, I don't know, maybe he signed, tra- gets traded, really loves it there, and decides to stick around. Who knows? But as of right now, I think the understanding is that it's the Bruins that are the front runners. 
Uh, teams like Edmonton and LA are also in discussions. Uh, potentially even a team like Toronto, who just lost Jake Muzzin for the rest of the season and the playoffs. You know, it's uh, be interesting to see where he ends up. And I hope it's a team that I can root for, uh, is kind of all I'll say on that. So, you know... Boston wouldn't be the worst. LA would be pretty good. Uh, if he goes to Edmonton, then I'm sorry, but that's where I cannot follow you, uh, Vladislav. But hopefully he finds success where he goes, and hopefully we get a good pick out of the trade. That's uh, that's all you ask for in this situation is, hey, I would like a first-round pick for this player. And then we go out and draft, uh, I don't know, someone fun. So that's uh, just a little update on, on Gavrikov. Like I said... It's all kind of up in the air in the minute, but I believe likelihood is he goes to the Bruins if they can figure out how to shed cap for him. Um, so that's uh, that's that. Uh, in a minute, we're going to check in on the Cleveland Monsters, who have been uh, having a real good time recently, uh, which is extremely fun. I've been enjoying it. Hopefully you guys have too. So that's coming up in just a second here on Locked on Blue Jackets. The Cleveland Monsters lost a game last night, but it is still looking pretty good for them. Uh, They had one... They won four games in a row. Uh, and then lost to the Wolves, beat the Wolves, and then lost in overtime to the Utica Comets, who I believe are at the top of the standings. So, you know, it's I'm not mad about them losing in overtime to a team at the top of the standings. Um, beating the Rochester Americans was big. That was that was probably the, the, the big one there. They are still somehow in sixth place, a spot outside of the playoffs. They are tied in points with the with the Americans, but have two ga- uh, the Americans have two games in hand, so they will be above them. So the Monsters have still got some work to do. They play Utica again tomorrow night, I believe. Another big game. Um, but for the most part, like I said, the Monsters are uh, the Monsters are doing well. They've only lost twice in the month of February, I believe. Um, They've lost, okay, so three times, including the overtime loss um, against Utica. They play them again uh, tomorrow, like I said, and then Saturday Saturday they play the Grand Rapids Griffins, uh, who they recently beat 6-2 last Friday, so it feels like it's going pretty well for them. Uh, In terms of players who continue to impress, um, it just, like I said, it just continues to improve on last season. Um, Trey Fixwalanski is now up to 54 points in 42 games. Um, Justin Richards has 30 in 40. Uh, it drops off a little bit after that, but David Yerushek has uh, 26 points in 33 games. Again, as an 18-year-old rookie defenseman in this league, uh, in terms of rookie scoring or defense defensive rookie scoring, he's third now. Um in only 33 games. So the two guys ahead of him have played 45 and 48 games. And uh, they only have three points more than him and seven points more than him. So 
Also, I don't believe either of these guys are literally 18 years old. No, uh, Lucas Cormier is uh, 20, about to turn 21. And Poirier, who's leading defensive rookie scoring, uh, is also 20, about to turn 21. So as an 18-year-old in this league, as an 18-year-old defenseman in this league, he is killing it. Honestly, um, love to see it. Super happy for him. Super excited for the Monsters. Um, Their recent play has been really good. I think they are kind of a little bit waiting. They need the Americans to drop off a little bit, and they need to pick up some some big games. That four-point win against um, Rochester earlier this month really helped. Hopefully, they can do that again a couple of times. And it'd be really I think all they have to do is make the playoffs. And then anything can happen. And this feels like a team that can turn it on in the playoffs. Um, you know, I'm not necessarily getting the 14-15 uh, era vibes or the 15-16 vibes. Uh, the year that they won the Calder Cup. But I am... Uh, I am... I feel good about this team. It's got good vibes. Uh, it feels like if they could get into the playoffs, they could do something really fun and exciting. Getting Tarasov back will help. Uh, Jack Graves has been doing his best, uh, holding down the fort, but I think getting Tarasov back can only do good things for this team. Obviously, if the Blue Jackets end up trading Corpusalo, then Tarasov probably goes up to the Blue Jackets full-time, and that's a big loss for the Monsters, but we'll deal with that when uh, when we have to. And, uh, yeah, the, like I said, in a season where the Blue Jackets have not always been fun, the Monsters have been extremely fun to watch, uh, which is sometimes that's all you ask for from your team is that they are fun. So uh, hopefully they win tomorrow night, get back into that playoff spot and stay there, and we'll see uh, We'll see how it goes. We'll be doing regular Monsters check-ins as the season starts to wind down because, again, they're way more fun than the Blue Jackets right now, and they have a better chance of making the playoffs. So... Uh, we will be doing Monsters check-ins, and that's all I've got for you today. Uh, tomorrow, we'll be breaking down tonight's game against the Wild, hopefully breaking down a win, but there's just no way to know. Uh, this has been Lockdown Blue Jacket. I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find the podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. Uh, if you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com. Please feel free to subscribe on YouTube. We are free. We are available in every podcasting app, podcatcher, whatever you want to call it. You can find us there. Uh, YouTube, also free. Uh, it's it's a pretty good deal. You know, uh, I you're never going to have to get behind a paywall for a lockdown product. That's our promise to you. And uh, yeah, we uh, we enjoy having you here. I enjoy knowing that there are people out there listening or watching. So uh, if that's you, I appreciate you. If you are a first-time listener, then welcome in. Hopefully you stick around. And uh, until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.